Yes, yes. Be back. Conversations of the Heart. Season 2. Episode 26. The title is G3. With my brother, Ronald Smith II. Look forward to it. I hope you have an amazing week. My brother Jamal in the building. Jamal, what up, baby? How was y'all week? Ah, Malika music. What up, what up? My man's in here right now. What's going on, man? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me. What's going on? Let me polish the camera real quick. Wow. There we go. Can't be blocking God's blessings. You feel me? <laughs> What's good, though, bro? Not much, man. Nothing much, man. Bless, man. How about you? Yo, everything is good, man. Your audio seems like it's going in and out a little bit. Your audio sounds like it's going in and out a little bit, like it's not too clear. It's not clear though. Semi. It's like at a sixty percent. Everybody can you hear me now? Maybe it's a me thing. Can you hear me that now? That sounds way better. That's Oh yeah? Yeah, there we go. Way better, way better. There we go. <laughs> All right, cool. So, first, for people who don't know, it's my man Ronald, man. Um, first, my man is an actor, youth advocate. Does He wears a, a lot of hats. You know what I'm saying? And, and um, definitely somebody who I, I love building with as a brother. So, again, and he always makes himself available, you know what I'm saying, whenever I call. Man, man. So, I definitely know, appreciate man. you, bro. You already know. Yes, sir. Um, so let's talk. One, I want to talk about your, your new project. Because, okay. you know, you are an incredible actor. Yeah. Uh, so the, the new project that's coming out tomorrow, less than 24 hours, is written, uh, executive produced, and directed by, you know, my brother Dante, who uh, is actually in the building as well. Uh, he wrote, directed it, and produced mm -hmm. it. Um, this is the... Uh, the technical third uh, third film to come out under uh, under our uh, production company, Totem Dreams Productions. Um, it's another romantic comedy. Uh, we got a lot of uh, positive feedback from the last one, Baby Fever. Whoever hasn't seen that, the link is still in the bio. You dig? But um, yeah, we're definitely expecting even more from this one, man. This is, I mean, the title in itself tells you that you went for a treat. You know what I mean? I'm not going to give away too much, but the title itself is called Demon Time. Go to the page, look at the picture, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> yo, like when I, yo, oh when I saw the um when I saw the yeah. title, I was intrigued. You know something? When you watch the movie, right? So when Dante first came up with the idea and was telling me about it, 
when he told me about it, the only song in my head I could think of was WAP. And I was like, yo, you know, the, uh, you know, my co-star, shout out to Alicia. I was like, yo, her character got the WAP. There's no way, no way. I, Ronald, I'm not going through all that. You got me all the way messed up. But my character, like, he goes through it. My character, WAP. And I'm like, all right, you know, shout out, you know, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and then when he sent me the, because uh, he also created the poster, when he sent me the poster, I was automatically in love with it, you know? Crazy. And that drops tomorrow, tomorrow. 7 p.m. Correct? On every last Dope. one of my social media platforms. So I kind of wanted to just have a little bit of a conversation. And and actually, be, before I get into that, what other projects you got? Because I, I know you're always working. I know yeah, you're always working. Uh, so... The next upcoming uh, film after this one that should be coming out is a uh, film called uh, The Curse Within. And um, yes, The Curse Within. I, I was mixing two different projects up, my bad. But yeah, The Curse Within, um, honestly speaking, that is one that I'm really excited for people to see. Um, I, I've spoken to you privately about it, but you know, um, that right there, man, that's... Hands down, that's the best acting I've ever done on film. It was the most I've ever had to stretch myself as an actor from, you know, mm -hmm. creating a journal of this character, you know, or for this character, rather. Um, really diving into things like, you know, he's a he's the quote-unquote villain of the movie. Um, right. And to, you know, to dive into that character, him being everything what I'm not as a person representing everything that I did. Right. That was that was a huge stretch and I really, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Um so that one should be coming out, I'm gonna say summer of twenty twenty three. I mean summer of twenty twenty two. Um yeah. Okay. I um I've I've been getting some uh positive stuff from uh the production team about that one. Um and after that man mm -hmm. it's just a matter of creating the following, you know, the next few things that, you know, myself, the rest of the team are working on. Um, you know, bittersweet, mm -hmm. bittersweet series season two is in the works. Um, yeah, I know you've been waiting on that one. Um, that's the one I've yeah, been waiting so, on, baby. Um, yes. Early uh, January 2022 is when we should start capturing some of those first scenes. But um, it's almost done being written. Um, before it was, uh, you know, shout out to Brianna Abdullah. Before it was just her um, writing and everything like that. Now the entire team is on board. Dante's, you know, in on it. I'm helping out on that side as well. So this one, I think you're going to be in for a lot more treats with more people in the writing room, more people on the producing side and everything. So it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Fire, fire, bro. You know, um, it's been a journey since we first met. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to salute you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you've grown and stretched a lot. I wish I didn't, man. I, I wasn't even Listen, thinking. Man, every time, but nevertheless, every time, every time <laughs> Tim tell me I gotta, I'm, I'm, we we doing a live. I, I gotta have one next to me, you know. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, because we gonna do that. But definitely, man, salute to you, man. Like your growth, man, and how you stretched yourself from when I first met you until now, man. It's been amazing to see, man. So definitely, man, just want to definitely salute you, bro, because you're doing some amazing things. Onset, offset, just in life. That, man. You know what I'm saying? That. From your mouth to God's ears, man. I received that. Yes, sir. So I want to talk, and speaking of that, um, I titled this conversation G3. You know what I'm saying? Because 
you know, it's, you know, goals, growth, and grace. And I want to talk to you about growth. You know what I'm saying? Because you've grown a lot. And, man, I mean, I I know you've grown a lot down through the years, but since I've met you, I think – when did I meet you? 2016? No, it was like 2015, 2016. No, it was like 2016, 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2016, right? Yeah. And just talk to me about the evolution of growth, right? Because a lot can happen in five years. A lot, a lot has happened in five years, man. In a lot five, has happened. In, in, five, in five years, you know, some, uh, some of us step into growth, right? Some, some of us sabotage yeah. our growth. You know, some, you know, some of us, right, are just, we're in a, a time where it's like, yo, it's a marathon, not yeah. a sprint. A lot of us feel like it's a sprint and yeah. not a marathon. You know what I'm saying? So take me through like your process, man, over the last few years of just growth, um, man. I want to say the, the, the biggest word that comes to mind when we talk about uh, my growth over the past five years since we've met, the first word that comes to mind is humility. Life has humbled me in a lot mm. of different ways. You know, um, things that people have mm-hmm. told me before, tried to teach me before, I'm just now downloading those lessons. You know what I mean? Like, um, one of the first things mm-hmm. that comes to mind, my uh, one of my uh, roommates in college, Paul, um, he used to always tell me, work smart, not hard. Because I thrive myself on working hard. You know, growing up, that you have to work hard. You watch all these success talks. If you want to be successful, you have to work hard. So, New you know York what I mean? so it's all about working hard mm-hmm. and I find myself working hard and just bumping into wall after wall after wall and it's like what's I right, where am I messing up at and life has forced me to take a step mm-hmm. back sit down like even right now I'm in this season of being still no matter how but bad mm-hmm. I'm gonna get up and go it's like no sit down just appreciate this time of stillness and just download what you know what's coming to you so the first word that comes to mind is humility. And just within the lessons that life has taught me, um, it's also gotten me closer to my faith, man. I've, I've, I've suffered a lot of losses, not in the sense of uh, death, but in the sense of like lost friendships, you know, lost relationships, you know what I yep. mean? Like a lot, of those, has, a lot mm-hmm. of those have happened and I don't really speak much on them, especially not over social media. Like I hate that stuff, but um, you know, like, a lot right. of that has happened as well. So it's taught me to appreciate the relationships that I have now and actually build on them. You know, I'm someone who I, I, I really enjoy my alone time. I enjoy my alone time. I enjoy doing a lot of things alone or with a very, 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 very small group of people. But it's taught me to appreciate even some of those that are on the outside or, you know, some of those who, you know, I've known just as long as I've known you, but it's like, cool, I may not reach out as often or, I never say happy birthday because for me, it's always like, oh, you know, it's another birthday. These come around every year, but it's like, damn, what if this doesn't send them a video saying happy birthday? Send, you know what I mean? Like those little things. So it's taught mm. me to appreciate relationships. Mm-hmm. So I would say growth over the past five years came with God showing me I need to sit my ass down and listen. Hmm. And it's funny that you said sometimes, you know, sending a video saying happy birthday. Like we've, we've gotten very, I guess, just with the same run of the mill text messaging. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? You good? You good? Cool. Blah, 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 blah. And it's the same thing, right? But, you know, like you, you know, I'll send a voice yeah. note. You know, I'll send, you know, a video saying, hey, how you doing? Like, 
because it kind of breaks up the monotony of just the stuff that we've been doing. And then it also perks up the person's mind. It, it sparks something in their mind that they're like, oh, my God, like, you, you sent a voice yeah. note? Oh, that's dope. Oh, you sent the video? Damn, thanks. Like, it's yeah. different versus the regular. Yeah. And I mean, the regular even, stuff, even nowadays, right? like, the big thing is, uh, like, I had one friend reach out to me a while ago. Um, their birthday came and went. You know, of course, I texted them and said happy birthday, but they didn't respond. And they didn't respond because they said, well, you didn't post it on your face. You didn't post it on your IG story. And it's like, I have your number. That's why I contacted you directly. You know, so it's like even those sort of things, like, kind of, like, deter me away from, like, wanting to reach out. Like, do I have to do these things for the gram? Like, it does. so my happy birthday doesn't count because I didn't put a picture of us on an Insta story. You know what I mean? But it's like, even within hearing that, it made me feel, I, I, I had to read between the lines of what that, that person was saying. It's not that, it's not just about the happy birthday. What I da- what I gathered from it was, I want people to know that I'm important to you as well. I want to feel important to you more importantly. So I had to receive it as, right. okay, I can do better in that retrospect. I'm going to make you, I'm going to show you that you're a bit more important to me than I have been showing you because maybe the simple happy birthday text with the emoji scotch glass isn't enough. I'm going to do more. I can accept that. You know what I mean? But, um, mm-hmm. and, and also you have to know the person too. So now some, the way that people view these things, it's like, well, if he did it for other people and then he's just choosing not to do it for me. Now that tells me the hierarchy and right. That's how people and, take it. Right. Not necessarily yeah. that that's true, but that's how people take this type of stuff. Now, if you're a person who just don't do it at all, well, you know, people really can't take it a certain way, and they usually don't. But if they see you posting, you know, five people or ten people, and then they get left off, that's that's when they and get you offended. you want to know something, that's where us as people really need to mature, because we really have to think about, we really have to think about those sorts of responses and things of that nature. You know what I mean? Like, because the reason why yep. I don't do it is because I, I had that exact same experience. Like, their birthday came around, I didn't post about it. But prior to that, someone else's birthday came around, and I did post about it. And it was like, well, I was in a better mood that day. Your birthday came around. I wasn't, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't, feeling, I wasn't feeling in high spirits. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't in a high right. space, so I didn't feel like posting. But I did reach out to you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like, at the same time, how selfish? Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Oh, you did it for that person. My birthday came. I don't even remember hearing from you. What are we talking about? And then the response I got to that was, well, you didn't, well, you didn't post about your birth. I don't need to say happy birthday to me on social media. How, what, what world are we living in? I don't like it here. I don't like it here. He said, he said, I hate it. He said, I hate it here. (laughs) Oh, man. And, you know, but I do think that, you know, I do like, you know, doing different things. You know, I do like telling people I care in a different way. I think that that's that's very different. You know what I'm saying? So to to, to get a little bit more creative with the people that you love, your friends, your significant other, your family, your mom, whoever it is, your dad, like really, you know what I'm saying, getting creative and telling them a, yeah. a different way. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it doesn't have to be on yeah, social media. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But just, you know what I mean? But just to just let them know, like, yo, I care. And some people feel like, yo, I don't have the time. Some people are like, yo, I don't have the time. Like, you know, I'm busy. And I'm like, man, you know, a text take, a text take like two yeah. seconds, homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what the other person yeah. is going through. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, and just that message that you send to them, hey, I'm thinking about you, hope you're having a good day, could change their whole entire outlook Very on true. their day. Very true. Because they could feel lonely, they, they could feel down, they could just feel like, man, like, I'm really having a bad week and every, everybody's against me and I'm not hitting my goals. Whatever it is, that little yeah. spark, it's like, oh, man, I'm not alone. Like, somebody sees yeah. me. Yeah. And you want to ask the thing. You and the thing is, is that, and I, I don't mean to, like, you know, go back and forth between, like, uh, genders or anything like that, but a friend of mine a while ago um, texted me. Uh-oh. Uh, you know, texted me in the morning, but it was, like, this really, really uh, – this motivational text, like it, I told them I was not in yeah. good space, and then they reached out to me, and you know they sent me this really, really motivating text, and I was like, I texted them back, like, man, you don't have any idea how much this means. Like, I don't normally get stuff like that, you know. Normally, I get, mm -hmm. you know, from you know, from my bros, you know, it's like unless we're having a deep combo, it's like, oh, you good, bro, you got this. From uh, you know, my spiritual family, it's uh, God got mm -hmm. it. Don't worry about it. Pray about it. It's like. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I appreciate Yo. it, but it's like, yeah, boy, that's you know not where I mean? we're at. A simple text yeah. saying what you appreciate about the person or how the person, uh, you know, has inspired you and how you know that they'll pick the damn th those words have so much weight and people don't truly understand it. Mm -hmm. They don't. It's it's very very true. You know, um, it's like I said. I think. Uh, this year on on New Year's Eve, like I got the most random text from somebody, and like right as the clock struck twelve, and, and just telling them, just them telling me just what I've done for them and they, yeah. and their life, and how they appreciate it, and going into the new year, they just wanted me to know, and I was just like, man, like that right there just put a whole battery in, in my yeah, back, yeah, yeah. like yo, I can't, I can't stop, you know what I'm saying? Like yo, I gotta keep going, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when you help people, they 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 take the help and. Like you never really hear from 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 them again, you know what I'm saying? Which which you know what I mean? It's cool, you know what I'm saying? But then, but but for the people that actually turn back and say, "Man, hey, yo, this is like I yeah. got this, man. I got," and it's like, "Yo, thank you." And it's like, "Yes, yeah, dope," you know what I'm saying? That that you can make impact on people, you know what I'm saying? And it's important to tell people how you feel Absolutely. about them. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I think that's something that's something that it's like, yo, like it's not a man thing a woman thing like yo if you make an impact on my life like i've told yeah. you you know i've sent you messages like yo like yo you made an impact this that, that, that yeah. thank you keep doing keep doing the thing like but that's that's that's, that's a part what of it is. our relationship special because we have that sort of bond to where we both have the understanding of what those words mean to each other you know what i mean so like fans so you know i do it we'll be out we'll have it yo let me tell you about it you know what i mean But it's because yo, you know, it's, those it's, days, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a matter of showing your appreciation <laughs> for the person, and you know, like we have the understanding of just how much that actually matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it's even if it's yeah. responded with the, all right, man, appreciate you, bro. Like you heard what I said, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you know, like it's yeah. Also, yeah. It's, it's important to express your feelings and express your gratitude to the to a person's presence in your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. a big fact. And it does a lot for their mental oh. health, too. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, especially when somebody's going through, especially depression. And, and a lot of times, people, you like you don't even know that people are going yeah. through depression. Because people don't even know that they're They show, it. like, fact. And also, people put, like, when people are on social media, 
like what they do is they smile a lot. You know what I mean? They, they, you know, they're with their friends or they're by themselves or they always, they're always happy, yeah. right? So you think, oh, like they're happy, it's cool, but you don't know internally what that person is going through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that, and and that's the biggest thing. So it takes nothing to be nice. It takes nothing, you know what I'm saying, to just send a word. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that's so important um, for us, especially as Absolutely. a culture too. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because we, because we need all the encouragement that we can. Give. Absolutely. Um, on multiple levels, you know, <laughs> like like we see what's going on out here. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, people, you know, especially last year with all all the stuff that was going on with you know, the George Floyd and this and that. It, it like yo, know, like there was a lot of stuff going yeah. on last year, and yeah. every year. Well, see, the thing is, the, the thing you is, know I think thing? last year was the first year that first year in a while that the whole world felt it. You know, now given you and I, we feel it every day, every year. We we right. But last year right. was that year where it was like, holy, what, what? And you know why? You oh, know why they felt it? Because, well, one, because they didn't have nowhere to go. They had no choice but to sit and yep. watch. If everybody, if if life was as normal, it would have just been another yep. one of those. But when you got to sit in the house and all the news coverage is this, all social media is this, and you can't go anywhere, you can't hide from it, you, you can't work yep. it away, you can't go to you the gym. Turn, you can't even you turn to a basketball there. game right now. Nothing. You got to sit there and actually see it. And when you see it, you're like, oh, I can't believe exactly. this is going on. It's been a, it's been a long time really? since America saw a public It's been a long time. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when you when you have the the or when you can just sit down and that, that's all you got to do is like yo all right cool like wow like I didn't think I didn't know it was that bad oh now you didn't know it was exactly that bad. but we exactly. knew and it's still that it's still it's still um so transitioning you know speaking of when it comes to grace right I always say you know just give yourself grace why do you think. That it's 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 so much harder to give yourself grace versus giving others grace because I feel we give a lot of people that's in in, in our lives grace even when they don't deserve it even when <laughs> even when you know they they're making mistakes they're you know they're doing certain things to us they're whatever it is you know what I'm saying they're not bringing peace into our life but we say oh you know it's okay like you know we always find a way to kind of just oh give them the grace but for us the person in the mirror it's like I am going to be as hard on you as possible and not give myself the same grace that I give to strangers so why do you think I mean, it goes back into that old saying. I mean, you know, we we are our you know own worst critics. You know, I mean, worst think about it. Yeah. think oh, about yeah. think about how yeah. often you talk to a youth, and you know, ah, uh, man, they've they've just been a, in a slump lately, and it's like, listen, it's okay to be there. Just make sure you get up, but you never give it to yourself. Those days you're feeling lazy, you beat yourself right. up. Like, come on, man, we got to do better. We got to do better. It's because we are our own worst critics. We have to, you know, and especially coming from a certain generation and a certain race, we're not often mm -hmm. allotted that we're not, we, 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 we're, all, we're not often allotted grace. Like grace is a privilege. 
growing up, grace is, and even mm-hmm. now, grace is still a privilege. You know, that famous saying, if you have to be twice as good to get half of what they got, it's not false. Things mm-hmm. have changed a bit, so mm-hmm. it may not have to be twice as good, maybe 1.7 times as good. You know what I mean? But <laughs> real, yes, grace is a privilege. We, we have not been allotted that. That's not something that is given. It's important that we give it to ourselves, but whoever taught us to. You know what I mean? You go to school, right. what happens? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You get a bad grade, you get mm-hmm. reprimanded. Up, oh, you speak out of turn, now you have detention. Like, there's never been grace in our lives. It's never been shown. So now as adults, and it's like, why are you so hard on yourself? Shit, well, let me think about it. I got about, especially if you went to college, shit, I got about 16 years of not having grace that I could tell you about. And that's only undergrad. We're not talking grad mm-hmm. school. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even when you go mm-hmm. home, what happens? Oh, your homework isn't done yet. Why not? Oh, well, you know, I don't know how to vocalize to my parent that I'm feeling sad at the moment, but I still get in trouble. I don't need to vote. I don't know how to vocalize to my parent that, you know, school was really, really hard. I'm not really understanding. Can you help me with the homework? Shit, you don't understand the homework, but I still get in trouble. Where's there ever been grace? So now as adults, it's mm-hmm. like, well, why are you so hard on yourself? Shit, how much time you got for me to tell you about it? You know what I mean? <laughs> and and when you put it that way, it's it's very true. And and I also feel like you know, and people, people always say, "Man, you always talk about New York," but, uh, but a different but, breed. That's that, that's your part. Yeah, you know, like it, it's different yeah. when you're from New York. Like you, you really hard on, on yourself when you're from New York. That like that's that's just the oh, way it is. That's... that's just the way you're taught. That's just what, you know, the big homies, that's what your parents, like, everybody's, you know, everybody was hard on you. You know what I'm saying? To, to be the best. And, and, and they say it to say, you know, hey, we want you to be the best that you could possibly be. That's why I'm so hard on you. But it's like, like you said, you're teaching me, in a sense, that no matter what I'm going through, no matter what turmoil yep. that I'm experiencing mentally, emotionally, spiritually, no matter what, what you're telling me is yep. to suck it up yep. and deal with it instead of addressing it. That's two different but things. Have the conversation with your parents how many times their parents did it with them. How many of their feelings were addressed? Right. You know, it doesn't happen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, now it's like, all right, mm-hmm. how do we switch it up? And you and I often talk about this when we, you know, when we, how do we switch it up? How do, How do we, we fix it, it for the younger generation? <laughs> because it's not just going to change with them. It may take another two generations after that, but it has to start somewhere. So where do we start to fit that in? You know what I mean? When your kid is coming home from school, you're actually having a conversation with them outside of uh, what do you have to do for homework? I want that done before you turn on the TV. Like, ask them questions. Who spoke to them today? Did they make a new friend? Did someone say something wrong to them? Why did they walk out of the school building mm. with their head down? What's wrong? When are we going to start having those, you know, that dialogue? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's where the grace comes in. That's where we squeeze it in at. Letting your child know that, mm-hmm. okay, cool. In or- not just it's going to be okay, but in order for this to be okay, let's try doing this tomorrow at school. Or in order for this to be okay, okay, let's try saying this differently. You know what I mean? Or approach mm-hmm. this differently. Mm-hmm. And listen, leave it alone. My the latest lesson I've been teaching my baby brother, mind your business. Mind it. It's, it's yours. 
<laughs> you know, he told me about, you know, I picked him up from school one day in a car ride back home. He's telling me, you know, I'm asking questions. He tells me about some kids who did something wrong. And, you know, he said he didn't tell the teacher. I was like, all right, man, good job. He said, so I shouldn't tell the teacher? Uh, be selective, man. Just take your time with it. But for right now, mind your business. So, well, did it, he was like, did I do right anything now? by telling you? Yes, you, did. you did the perfect thing by telling me. <laughs> but mind your business when you're in the building. You dig? Mind your business. Mm-hmm. That's all. Just, just mind your business. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's an important lesson, though. And then given, of course, everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, tell the teacher this, tell the teacher that. Not for this black kid in this all-white school. Nah, he's going to mm-hmm. mind his business. He's coming home safe. Not bullied, not beat up. Not, he's coming home. He's going to mind his business. Right. Hmm. Shaquita Marie says, not dealing with it causes trauma, conflict, and internalizes inside your heart. From NYCDA. What's up? Oh, word? Man, that's dope. Um, appreciate you for tuning in. So, um, and that's and, and that's good because that is where we can start. You know what I'm saying? Like it has to start in the homes. Yeah. It has to start where you're telling your kids, you know, and giving and starting to give yeah. them grace. You know what I'm saying? Because I think it's very militant sometimes, especially in the yeah. black families, right? It's very sometimes it can be very militant and it doesn't even matter what you are, I don't care if you're Caribbean, if you're African, if you're African American, whatever, like it seems to be for for the most part, not all but very yeah. militant. You know what I'm saying? Do as I say, not as, as I do. Go upstairs, do your homework, make sure it's this, make sure it's that, this and that, there. boom, 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 boom. And people call that structure. And people call that discipline. Right? Because they don't but want to recognize that it's like, generational trauma. Fact. And sometimes it's that, and sometimes they may not want yeah, to be bothered. Absolutely. Because they're going through trauma in yeah. their own day, right? Because... Most people that have, you know, I mean, or a lot of people that have kids, they're having kids in traumatic mm-hmm. situations. So, and then it's, it's, they're left with a lot of strain, right? Whether it be a single dad, a single mom, whatever it is, or the strife between the two parties, a lot. And the person who, who gets the wrath of that is the child. It's always, always the child. Always. Always the child. You know, whether you're just leaving them alone all the time, like you're not giving them grace, you're taking your anger out, you're talking to them in a certain way, you know, and then they grow up and they, they kind of do the same things, right? So, so like, there's got to be a way, you know what I'm saying? And I know it starts in the home, but on a separate level, you know, there are kids out there right now that aren't getting it in, in the home. So they've got to get it at school too. They've got to get grace at school because that's where they spend a lot of their time too. Like, is that that's where they spend a huge amount of their day. I mean, you're talking eight hours, God. Right. Know, let's say that they have any extracurricular activities, that's another two to three. So the majority of their day is at school. Mm-hmm. So you're absolutely right. But I think that's one of the things that make home and some of those extracurricular activities so important. Because let's let's keep it a hundred. The Department of Education is going to only teach what the Department of Education approves. You know what I mean? They're only going to show right. what they approve. So when it comes to like, all right, well, mm-hmm. your kid wants to go to karate. Where are you going to send them to karate at? Are they only going to learn karate or are they going to learn the, some of the disciplines and everything that come with being an entire human being? Because we're talking right. about karate masters. That's, they're grounded not in physical strength, Fact. but in mental and moral and 
emotional strength. You know what I mean? Where are you sending them at the karate classes? Something as simple as that matters. Nothing is nothing is arbitrary mm-hmm. when it comes to the places that we put our kids in, and especially the adults that they're going to interact with. Nothing is arbitrary. So we can't take those things for granted. The Department of Education, they have been failing since I don't even know how long, you know? But what other activities are we going to have our kids in? And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And most of the time for us, it's sports, yeah. um, of course. It, it's, you know, it's basketball. I, you know, I think for, for me growing up, you know, I had a very, um, you know, I had a strict coach and, you know, Same. but, you know, you know what I mean? Um, so it's like, but you get it everywhere. So you get it in sports, you get it at, you know, but in places like martial arts, if you have a good teacher, they yeah. give grace because you, because you, you're going to fail in martial yeah. arts. You're not going to be a martial artist yeah. coming out the gate. You're not going to break and, the block and the blocks and the bricks and all that stuff. You're not going to do that. Everything, they expect everything immediately. So when it comes to things like what you're saying with the right martial arts teacher, it's gonna, the same thing God is doing to me as an adult. Sit your ass down and just listen. Right. And that's, and, 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 and that's true. Now, the other problem with that is for a lot of um, these studios, you know, and rightfully so, you know, they charge a certain amount of money to go to these, you know, to go to the right one. Right? Um, sometimes not every family can afford it. Very true. And which, and which poses a problem, right? Because now we're stuck with just going to the why. Which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the why. You know what I'm saying? But it's different when you're getting attention in a, with, in a yeah. smaller group. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's something different where somebody can teach your kid one-on-one, teaching them martial arts, but also teaching them, hey, this is discipline, right? But this is grace yeah. too, because you're not gonna get it yeah. right now. But I'm gonna show you if you had patience with who? Yep. Yourself. Absolutely. And that's something, you know, I've watched my boy, um, he's 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 a mixed martial artist and he has his own dojo. Shout out to Mark. And I've watched yeah. him with kids. And the patience, right, that he has with the kids, and to watch them do what they do. And, and watch them fail first, and then he takes them aside. Okay, here's what you do. Boom, boom, boom. Be patient with yourself. Now go, boom. It's like, okay, I messed up, and they breathe. And then they go, boom. And they and they do it. They do the move. And after that, they're happy as yeah. I don't know what. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's teaching them that it's okay. I you didn't make a mistake. I definitely, I definitely tried to see if I can get my brother into uh, after meeting Marco. I definitely oh, try Mark. to see if I can mm-hmm. uh, get him in those classes. And uh, my parents are like, well, are you going to be out here to drive him all the way out there? Because that's a bit far. And it's like, <laughs> come on, man. What you willing to invest in this little man? You know what I mean? But I'm still, I'm still pushing for it. I'm definitely still pushing for it. I mean, this time, you know what I'm saying? Because he is little. He's still small. You know what I'm saying? But if, he, if, they, can get him, if they can get him in there, it's going to change a lot. Like he's gone, like you know. What I mean, he's he's and number one, he's one of the sweetest kids. Um, That's a gift, but man, but you know, Mark, like he he, he really yeah. works with those I kids can, too, and I the adults tell. too. You know what I'm saying? But but with the kids, yeah. But just be careful when you spar with him, though. I tell you that. It's, so no, no, it's, I, 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 it's a I different guy to spar with him, but um, yeah. Nah, I don't even Shout know who's yet. Neither huge. I see that she just joined. Um, she. 
She is Shout out uh, to Tanzania. She is the writer and one of the producers on a series that I'm starring in uh, called DNA. And, uh, you know, we've uh, already begun filming. Uh, we already got a few episodes knocked out. That's definitely another one that's going to uh, turn some heads and, you know, you know, that, 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 that yeah. I'm looking yeah. Forward, listen, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm going to support it and, and push it out. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just let me know when these things come up I'm, and I'm going to push it out, bro. Most you already know. You, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Shout out to Tanzania. Um, so, so we went through two, two, two of the G's. Um, let's talk a little bit about goals. You know, it's like I said, times change from the time that I've met you. And we both had in in depth discussions about goals, um, about what some of yours are, you know, what some of mine are um, at the time, especially. And you've hit a lot of your goals. I'm not saying, and you're not done by any stretch of the imagination, you know. But you, yeah, but you've I hit. Said, I, I have. Like you've had some wins. Like I you've have. had a lot of wins. Like and I and I and I and I've been blessed. You know what I'm saying to see them. Um, you know what I'm saying. So talk to me a little bit about the way that you do goal setting, right? Set goals for yourself, right? When do you set your yearly goals, um, right? Um, what does that process look like? I, I mean, I definitely set yearly goals at the top of the year, but the goals evolve and change throughout the year. You know what I mean? A lot of times mm -hmm. when it comes yep. to goals, we normally think of the tangibles instead of the intangibles. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like one of, the, yep. uh, one of the goals that ended up coming up I want to say toward the top of the year, maybe around March or April, you know, um, was be me being kinder to myself. Like we were talking about earlier, you know, giving yourself grace mm. and everything like that. I beat myself yep. badly. Like, um, you know, even talking to my mm. therapist, man, uh, like even she pointed out like, man, you're just like, you're so hard on yourself and you find yourself in these spaces of depression or anxiety and not realizing that you put yourself there. Man, mm -hmm. if you just said one thing nice to yourself every day, that would be it. So that mm -hmm. was one of the goals that came up. And I want to say I've done better. And when I say I've done better, on a scale from 1 to 10, I went from 0 to about 3. But I don't, you know, another thing that I've learned is got to appreciate those small wins as well. You know what I mean? Um, you do. One of the things, like even from a spiritual standpoint, um, one of my goals is to not underestimate the power of prayer. Like, I pray for so much, but mm -hmm. then I look at my life and I'm like, well, this isn't happening yet. That's not happening yet. Start beating myself down. And um, mm -hmm. I was talking to a, uh, a friend and they enlightened me. Like, you know, God uses us to speak to each other um, a lot of times. And, um, you know, they were like, well, I mean, you, you pray for your family, but you tell me how great that they're doing. Your prayers are being answered. And it's like, damn, you know, you're absolutely right. I pray for my family every day. Mm -hmm. I pray for them to flourish, you know, both, you know, tangibly and yeah. intangibly. Like, and they're, you know, they're doing so much better, so much better. You know what I mean? Like my mm -hmm. dad within a two year span got married, bought a house. And I never even knew this. He didn't tell me until the day he got it. He had just gotten his high school, high school diploma. He said, he was like, man, wow. he's like, man, you know, uh, after seeing you, after seeing you get another degree, I was like, man, I at least got to get this. And it was like, wow, that's crazy. I never even knew you didn't have it. Because for, from my mindset, I'm like, that's automatic. Everybody has one. 
you know, or, you know, has something Big. close to it. You know what I mean? Like, when you think of your right. parents, at least. Mm -hmm. But no, he didn't have it. It was right. like, man. So, you know, me understanding that those wins count as well and recognizing them as wins. You know what I mean? Regarding the tangible goals, I mean, actually, shit. This is what's hanging up in my living room. Mm -hmm. A list of goals. You know what I mean? I ain't going to mm -hmm. put it up here too long, so I don't want these people trying to steal my shit. But you see, at the bottom, <laughs> at the bottom, another another goal. Mm -hmm. Don't constrict yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And um, mm -hmm. I was um, I was watching an interview, and um, the person asked this rapper. They said, "What was the best advice you ever got?" Um, I don't really remember the answer to that because it wasn't. It was something that we've heard before. But they asked him what the worst advice he ever got, and, and he said, "Be realistic." And it was like, damn. So, I mean, given I wrote mm. this whole, you know, don't constrict yourself. I wrote this down months on top of months ago. But regarding that, mm -hmm. at that the worst advice of don't, like, uh, be realistic. How many times do we sit mm -hmm. here and shoot down dreams or anything by telling someone to be realistic? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. think about, think mm -hmm. about, like, for instance. Yeah, you, you know, you have this show that you're doing, right? It's on so many different right. platforms, so many different platforms, get so many different views. You know what I mean? Imagine if someone told you to be realistic. Yeah. It wouldn't be happening. If, if, right. if, imagine if right. all of us listened to that advice of don't be realistic or started to constrict ourselves. How many of us would be sitting here like, oh, well, you know, damn, I just got to get this good job and, you know, fucking married kids and, you know, that's life. Like, no, what the you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like when it comes down to my goal mm -hmm. setting, like from the tangible to intangibles, those are them for the most part. You know, the last intangible goal is, yeah, don't constrict myself. You know, even like even in uh, this space now, this pandemic where so many people are out of work because of, oh, hey, I won't get a vaccine or, you know, so many different things. And even myself where it's like, all right, well, cool. I'm trying to focus on my acting career, but there's so many different obstacles right now even more so now because of this pandemic back against the wall damn i need mm -hmm. to get a job i don't even care if it's fedex i need to get a job I, because you're looking for some sort of stability outside of just saying like all right look, i'm all in now don't whoever's listening mm -hmm. get your ass a job if you need money get a job <laughs> but don't <laughs> constrict yourself you don't have to be realistic you can right. do more than that you know mm -hmm. That's dope. And shout out to Robin, my homegirl Robin. She's in the building. Shout out to Robin. Um, you know, she um, you know, she creates these um natural hair um oils and she always get my beard looking right, you know what I mean? Um shout out to Robin for that. Okay, I see you um, right? you know, and stuff and stuff for the ladies too. Um and also shout out to her because now she's a proud owner. Um you know, of an event space nice, in Queens. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and that's big, you know what I'm saying? Black owned, you know, by by black yeah. women. You know what I'm saying? And she's doing amazing things. And and that's a good example of just of somebody who doesn't 
constrict yeah. themselves. You know what I'm saying? She was she she's in one lane, and then boom, like yo, now we're here too. So I just wanted to salute to Robin uh, yeah. for that because you know definitely uh, she's That's doing some dope That's things. <laughs> um, yeah. So when it comes to you talked a lot about um spirit, spirituality, um, right? See and that plays a role, especially dope, it's dope hoodie too. Um, oh, Tanzania and Queens, where? Um, so she hasn't had her um her opening yet. I think it's gonna either open the end of November or December. Um, but I'll let you know. Um, and you can shoot her a DM too. Um, there we go. So yeah, Robin said yeah. yeah. Black women entrepreneurs on here. Yeah. Go ahead, Tanzania. You better slide up yeah. DM, yeah, Robin. Yeah, man. That's all we got to do. Um, Robin, if, if since you in the comments, tell the people when you may open or where the spot's going to be at in Queens because, you know what I'm saying, we got to build. You know what I mean? I'm not so sure on the specifics. Um, you know what I mean? But, oh, oh, but yeah, like, um, how has... Um, and listen... I don't care, y'all. If you have a beard, you don't have have a beard. You better get some oils, man. You know what I mean? Nah, but she got oils. Nah, I know, man. But nah, she got the oils for the for the top. Oh, I got all of it, man. I got all of it, man. She got she got the shampoos too. I'm just saying, she got the shampoos. Yeah, man. Yes, yeah. She got all that good stuff, man. Um, so so yeah. So how so the the spirituality like the the spiritual side that you talk about, um. And me and you have had conversations about, you know, our walks with God and stuff like that all the time. Um, but from 2016 till now, right? How has your spirituality evolved from 2016 to now 2012? It's about to be 2022, if you could believe that. Um, <laughs> but how has it changed? Um, I have more of an understanding of what spirituality is. Um Mm -hmm. I have my own personal relationship with God. And um, I know for a fact, despite no matter how much of a fuck up I may be, how much I'm still loved mm -hmm. and how much he still forgives me for certain things. You know what I mean? Um, we were talking about mm -hmm. the lack of grace that we get growing up. It happens in the church all the time as well. All the time. You do something wrong. Oh, you're sinning. This, that, and the third. Like the church that I was brought up in, the church that I grew up in, um, man, I... <laughs> I call it a cult, you know, just because of how strict it was. But <laughs> I mean, right. they didn't teach you different things. They, they didn't teach me the different parts of the Bible that I had to learn on my own. You know what I mean? Like how many of the people in the Bible that we worship are flawed. You know what I mean? Like Moses, Moses, mm. a murderer, also had a stutter and was afraid. You know what I mean? Uh, Gideon, mm. Gideon, who the movie 300 is based off of, Gideon and the Mighty 300. Gideon was afraid. Uh, Noah, we all know about Noah's Ark. Noah was a drunk. You know what I mean? There's so many, like mm -hmm. David, David and Goliath. We know about King David. G David was an adulterer. He mm -hmm. slept with a married woman, and he yep. knew she was married. Mm -hmm. All these people that sit at the right hand of God are so imperfect. Jesus' best friend, Mary Magdalene, mm -hmm. who was a prostitute, he stood right in front of her and said, let he without sin cast the first stone. Of course nobody could. But she wanted mm -hmm. to stone her to death because she likes to sleep around. Like, so one of the mm -hmm. things that I've, the place where I've grown, and the thing that I greatly appreciate about my spirituality is, 
no matter how imperfect I am, I'm still forgiven. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I've been completely open with you about so many different things. I mean, man, the grace of God has really, 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 really been good to me, man. I have no complaints whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And the fact that mm-hmm. I have a clearer understanding of who I am, what I've been, like I've been mm-hmm. a liar, I've been a cheater, mm-hmm. I've been a manipulator, I've been so many different things, but I'm still loved. The rest of the world wouldn't want you to know that, though. The rest of the world wants you to think that you're hated. Mm-hmm. Oh, God is so mad at you. You're you're a sinner. He knows I am. What are we talking mm-hmm. about? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like when I think mm-hmm. about when I think about that, that's the first thing that comes to mind my deeper understanding Mm. on spirituality and just exactly what it means, man, exactly what it means. And Mm -hmm. anybody who is looking for understanding, don't listen to me. Don't listen to anybody else. Crack open your word, crack open your word. Mm -hmm. Talk to some people who aren't biased, who aren't trying to convert you, who aren't trying to just, you know, spit some facts to you. No, really, really build your own relationship. And if you really take a look inside the pages, a lot of that, a lot of the, a lot of what you see is not so holy. Yeah. If you really you know, look inside the, of the Bible, pages, it's uh, crazy. We talk about it was the reality show before the reality. Show. Brother kills his brother. <laughs> what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, right? And and that's the thing. And it's it's, but we've also, I think, when it comes to like society, they pick and choose what to put, what to bring out from the oh, Bible, absolutely. scriptures, and this absolutely. and that, based off of either what political party you're from, or what or what pretty much supports yes. your cause. Right? You know, and, and that's something that they do. And then even in, in the church, everybody wants you to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? Where you're supposed but to bring in the something. You know what I'm saying? Like People it's very really, really don't understand it because they don't build their own relationships anymore. You know what I mean? Like, one of the things mm-hmm. I love that Tupac said, he was in prison, did his interview from prison, and he was he was expressing his frustrations at religion. He was just like, man, like, why I got to go to this building to talk to God? Why don't God come where he sent me? Why don't he come to the ghetto? X, Y, Z, why God need gold ceilings? And he is so right. They look mm-hmm. at it as just this angry black man on a rant, but it's like, where, where'd you ever see God in any of these places? Jesus was on the streets, mm-hmm. walking the block. Mm-hmm. He was in the trap all day, every day. Yeah, walking the block, man. We can't get, man. We can't get rid of this New York man. <laughs> that's what he, that's what he walking said. the block. I I mean, the one, t- one yeah, of the nah. few times that you can recall Jesus that that's recorded in the Bible that you see Jesus in the church, he went over and flipped over the tables. Mm-hmm. He hated capitalism. Yeah. Everyone always talks about, oh, mm-hmm. you got to tithe ten percent a year. No, see, that's you. This is what they. This is what they missing in church. Jesus flipped mm-hmm. over those tables to tell you that's not what you have to do. What happens when you don't have money? Does that mean that you're not loved and you're not doing what you're supposed to do? No. If you came, if you mm-hmm. listen, as long as you follow the one commandment that Jesus said was most important when they asked him, "Love your neighbor as yourself." As long as you do that, you do right by the next person. God loves you. What else is there? What else you need? Mm-hmm. You don't need ten percent of my paycheck. No. Those things are good, if, especially if you have mm-hmm. a home church and you want them to stay alive and stay afloat. You do what you do. Mm-hmm. But to the, to the, you know, if you think about the parable of the, 
the old woman who didn't have any money. And these rich people in the church and they gave all that gave all this money. She gave her final two, what is equivalent to less than pennies right now. She gave her final two pennies, and Jesus said she gave more than everybody. But yep. this is these are the things that religion and the church don't necessarily want people to know. So it's like this is why it's important for you to build your own relationship because you would know. Mm-hmm. You would know Jesus despite mm-hmm. all those things. Mm-hmm. So we have the ladies in the chats making business deals I've while we're it. talking. I've seen it. I love it. Robin and Tanzania are in the comments discussing millions of dollars of, of what they're going to do I with you. Got some of my you know, old this is amazing. Right What's good, bro? I see you, man. Making business deals. I love it. Connecting. This is what. This is what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? This is what we got to yeah, do for definitely. us. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, so do me a favor. Um, so for the people who just joined in late, um, tell the people about your upcoming film and when is it going to be released and where they can okay, find it. Okay, so um, the upcoming film dropping 23 hours and six minutes from now. Um, it's titled, it's titled Demon Time. It is a, uh, another Dante Pinckney film, uh, uh, represented by, uh, Totem Dreams Productions, our production company. Um, and it's written, directed, and executive produced by Dante Pinckney. Um, shout out to Brianna Abdullah and A Blast Films for always coming on board. We've built a great, um, professional relationship and worked together. Um, it's another romantic comedy, something that is deeply going to crack people up. Um, I was about to say, let let the super Christians know it's not about demons. It is is not. It is a romantic comedy. But uh, any any, any person <laughs> in the world, when you see that demon face come up, the demon with the smile, you see that come across yeah. your screen. You exactly. Know, then you know what time it is. But um, but yeah, yep. it's another romantic comedy. It's really really funny. Um, definitely not anything rated R. We had a PG-13 level, so everybody can view it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, drops tomorrow. You can find it. Um, I would say follow um, follow me on Instagram or, you know, even Facebook, Instagram. You can find me uh, Y underscore R-E-S-T-S. Um, it's Y-R-E-S. Um, look me up there. The link is in the bio mm-hmm. um, on Facebook, Ronald E. Smith II. The link will be posted there as well. Um, and yeah, just click the link and we drive all traffic to one, one location. Dope. Listen, again, I appreciate you doing this. I appreciate you. Appreciate your time. You know, I know, I know you're a very busy man at this point. You know what I mean? Filming, directing, Uh, writing, working. I I mean, you (laughs) can't (laughs) go I was playing. But you know, I was working on my hand-eye coordination because when it comes to certain, uh... <laughs> yo man, yo, <laughs> get off, my phone. yo man, get your phone, <laughs> yo, oh man, yo, you always um bring something to the table, man. You know what I'm saying? That that makes us think. Amen. And so for that. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you always. I've always appreciated our dialogue. I appreciate our brotherhood. Appreciate just who you are to the people and, and who you are to your family and what you put out into the world. It's always light. You know what I'm saying? It's always abundance. 
You know what I'm saying? So just keep doing what you're doing. You know, sky is the absolute, it's not even the, the limit, you know what I'm saying, for, for the things that you're about to do. You know what I'm saying? So definitely, man, salute to you. Salute to your family. Tell your baby brother, I said hello to your mom. I said hello. You know what I'm saying? Well, appreciate before you, you before you log always, on, man, thank I'm going to give you your flowers too, man, because I want to tell you how much I appreciate you and especially everything that you're doing, man. Like, even within this moment, this one hour for something is, you know, something like a business deal to happen just within the comments for the the opportunity and the space and the platform to have this level of dialogue amongst two black men doesn't happen too often. You know what I mean? So shout out to right. you. The sky is the limit. You know what appreciate I mean? It. Everything, everything, <laughs> everything that your heart desires is definitely coming your way. And, um, you know, a special shout out to you, your mom, your brother, the rest of your family, Give them my love. I know uh, what tomorrow is for you. Um, just know that I'm definitely one phone call away. You know what I'm saying? If if you know if you up to it, pull up to the crib. Um, you may have you may have to bring your own Johnny, but um, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you, oh. bro. And this ain't gonna be the last one. No, I'm you gonna, already know. I'm a, I'm, I, I got a recurring role in this series, all right? <laughs> you actually, yeah, you you, you absolutely do. Role. And we're gonna talk about, and we're gonna talk about something in 2022. But you know, we'll do that at a later date. Let's do it. You know what I'm Let's saying? I'm thinking, I'm thinking of something. I'm off right. to something. Well, I'm here, man. I'm here. All right, bro. Appreciate it, yo, Robin. Appreciate you, Robin. Thank you. And Robin, keep doing your thing too. Keep putting on for the ladies. Keep putting on for the community. Right, right, You're doing big right, things. Right. I'm proud of you. All right, brother. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.